0: Hello and welcome to the Fight Like a Girl podcast. Um, today I had the great fortune of sitting down and speaking to the wonderful uh, Fionn Davies. Um, she just finished a seminar at Ronin Grappling in Glasgow. So, um, and she's currently touring, doing seminars all over the place. So, if you can get to one, definitely do. It's a hundred percent worth it. Um, had a really good sit down and chat with her and despite being interrupted halfway through which you'll barely even notice um it was a really good uh, discussion and I hope you enjoy so there we go everything's started hello hi hello <laughs> so um this is the first one of these I've done for a while so um you are of course Fionn Davies hello (laughs) the one and only (laughs) (laughs) um so we've just done a seminar with you at running grappling yeah it was very fun and I'm very tired now (laughs) which doesn't help things so um like you've already done a really decent like comprehensive podcast of like your past and stuff yeah so we don't have to delve so much (laughs) into that if you want to hear about how Fionn got into jiu-jitsu and her previous martial arts, like, go and listen to Dan Strauss's Raspberry 8 podcast, because yeah, it's really good.
1: Yeah, he kind of goes out, like, I basically talk about, um, like, how it got started there,
0: so, yeah, yeah like. Yeah, I don't care there. about, I don't <laughs> care about jiu <judo. laughs> <laughs> Neither do I, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but tell me about Fat Fionn. Like,
1: <laughs> Are we showing you the picture? No. Oh, I- there's a. Oh, the phone's over there. I'll that's show like, it. To you. I'll show it to you after.
0: That's fine. I'll um, use it as the image for this. It's
1: <laughs> like who's that? <laughs> Honestly, the picture. you like, can't even recognize it. I've got really dark hair in the picture and giant boobs. Nice. That's the thing I miss most. <laughs> but it's really hard to run.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not that I run anymore. Anyway, but wow. No, you just lift they heavy. Would, they would well, just, not heavy. You just lift that's a it. little bit, like a moderate
1: amount of weight. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so when I quit judo, uh, I quit at 15 15. originally, so I went back to it for a little while uh, later on, but um, the first time, like, I came to the end, really, at 15, Hmm. and I would train every day, pretty much, and then have competitions on the weekend, so it was, like, train Monday to Friday, and then most weekends, there'd be a tournament, so I would just, I never thought about what I was eating, like, I just ate whatever.
0: (laughs) I just eat? (laughs) It's kind of yeah. my deal,
1: and like obviously, I was young. I was like, Oh, I'll just eat food and like I stay like my average size. Do you mean I never really gave it much thought? And then, as soon as I stopped judo, you know, I didn't realize I'd have to eat less. <laughs> I didn't realize how much that exercise was keeping my weight down because obviously, I had a terrible diet at this point. I was eating hmm. like piles of super noodles and bottles of uh orange leukazade. I'd never, it didn't teach us anything about nutrition. My parents were kind of like, yeah, just go cook for yourself. Like, you yeah. I mean, like, go fend for yourself. And I'd eat what they'd make me sometimes, but, like, I'd then have a giant bar of chocolate, you well, yeah, know?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: And, and then when I quit, I soon discovered that...
0: When you lie in bed <laughs> watching films and eating <laughs> chocolate.
1: Yeah, when you don't spend your evenings doing anything, you put on weight pretty quickly. So that was... Fun. I feel
0: that yeah. in my soul. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so then I had to basically learn about what was healthy what wasn't literally I had no idea starting from scratch um figure out a diet and it like went the other way
0: where I like got super into mm. losing what was it losing weight or was it nutrition because you spoke in the previous podcast about getting down to a really low weight about
1: 52 kilos and if you consider now I'm about 59 and I'm I'm not that's your comfortable weight yeah yeah
0: general walking around
1: exactly and I was very small and I think I had more muscle at this point because I, I come from judo mm. and I've lost quite a lot of, people wouldn't believe it but I've lost quite a lot of muscle since coming to jiu-jitsu from judo like I was probably about 64 kilos when I was doing judo which isn't exactly big mm. but it's like still four kilos heavier than I am now around right about pure muscle <laughs> 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 inclined, but but yeah so I went down to 52 and yeah I just got very obsessive of food and and everything being clean, like clean eating. What what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, no, it can't.
0: Have... You just wash it under the tap before yeah, you
1: give eat. it a little rinse. First. <laughs> but like, I'd only eat like chicken and broccoli, and that was kind of it. Um, or if I slipped up and ate a bar of chocolate, no food for the rest of the day. It was really, it was really bad. At my it was really starting to. Mm. Uh, my parents noticed I was losing a lot of weight really
0: fast. My mother was very concerned. Um, uh, yeah, like. So. Mm. In Dan's podcast, you kind of brushed over it a little bit, but you said your parents were in mental health. That's why they got into uh, judo initially. So, what uh, what elements of mental health do they work in? Is it like,
1: Um, so my mom was in like drug uh, rehabilitation. Rehabilitation.
0: I (laughs) I struggle with words.
1: (laughs) Um, She was like. like uh, for a period of time most of the time that I was aware of what she was doing it was that um, she'd been on different wards as well mm-hmm. um and then like you know deal with people with like schizophrenia and things like that um or uh bipolar which is now a yeah. personality disorder yeah. i think that's what it's uh, was referred to it now um and yeah my dad would work on the night shifts in different wards than um, as like the shift manager uh so yeah like uh, just working on the wards and yeah this is the nursing side of things you know not they wouldn't be um like talking through anyone yeah just the the care care side of things
0: so when you started to lose like that dramatic amount of weight like was there a point where your parents intervened and said you don't look healthy or oh they they would
1: tell me well particularly my mother would tell me all the time that i didn't look healthy you know but then I was like well when I was gaining weight you tell, me, <laughs> you tell me like I'm like I'm first I'm too big now I'm too small like she obviously wasn't saying like oh you're too big in a, in a negative way but she's like oh like come to the gym with me like come on it's so like yeah. a bit healthier you know just trying to guide me in a good direction not insulting my size or anything no um but just trying to guide me to a healthier route and at the time I, I was with a, a, a guy who he'd become quite obsessive about his weight and I think that wasn't—I was blaming him, but I think that was quite a negative influence on me as well. Because then I was hmm. like, and, and there was that thing of I got so much positive reinforcement from him when I was small.
0: Yeah.
1: And that to me, kind of, it just—and everyone, everyone around me, aside from my parents, um, were complimenting. Were like, "Oh wow, you look so good," <laughs> and I was like, well, Oh, okay." I'm
0: hungry all the time, but I'm okay. really okay.
1: sad and hungry. But you can go look <laughs> good. Yay! <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs>
0: So at what point did um, it switch from just eating less to thinking more about nutrition and what you put in your body?
1: Um, I did a tournament It's I because I had gone back to judo when I got down to 52 and I entered that division and I fought a girl in the final and I'd, I'd uh, not rolled with her sorry <laughs> I didn't run dory with her before like <laughs> some sort of training camp or something okay. and I I I'd been able to beat her quite quite easily. I'm not about well, being rude, and she beat me in, in the final of this tournament. And my performance was terrible. And I was like, wow, like my performance has really suffered because I am starving to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that I was like, but now I'm not. I can't I can't win if I feel like this. Doon I can't train hard. I can't mm. I can't get better. I can't even think straight. And then for me, fortunately. The, the desire to be good at things <laughs> overrode my desire to look what I thought was good. Mm. So I, I completely flipped everything. Really lucky. I got to that point where I think it could have gone down a really slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to just flip my mindset from that experience. It, losing really pisses me off. <laughs> so, so that luckily kind of changed my mindset and I left judo after that. But I got into lifting weights. Mm. And I stopped following all these bikini models that I was currently following who were, like, shredded and, like, had Mm. abs, but were emaciated. Yeah, They were starving themselves to go on stage. Okay, that's not to disrespect anyone who does that. No, I just mean, you have to take your diet to such a level that a normal person shouldn't or a performance athlete shouldn't. Mm. So I unfollowed all these kind of people on Instagram. And I started following powerlifters and women who strong women strong women and because I was like everyone has always told me I'm strong and I took a lot of confidence from that so I was like I'm gonna go with that and do something that's obvious and to do with strength and yeah that that made me I I gained loads of weight I went up I went up to 65 Mm. and I was like yeah I felt empowered by that like I felt like I was really strong I was lifting for Mm. me good weight (laughs) yeah um and yeah and then I found jiu-jitsu and obviously that desire to do well overrode any sort of desire to look a certain way luckily for me yeah
0: that's really cool and then like you said before about when you were um, you'd gained a load of weight like muscle and like your body started changing you are working yeah. in a pub and you were getting lots of comments from the regular punters the yeah. old ones like don't get any bigger
1: don't get don't any do bigger this. don't, don't do, do weight weight's <laughs> bad for you <laughs> I'm like so, oh
0: shut up has um like uh, you've been at like opposite ends of the spectrum yeah well in many many areas of the yeah yeah so at any point has body image kind of had a role to play in your life or is it just something that happened and you were able to just go it's fine like has it has it ever driven your performance or your lifestyle in general
1: um, I think my desire to be at a lower weight category and like sometimes in Jiu Jitsu too,
0: mm.
1: maybe the motivations weren't so much about performance and were about, um, I kind of got sucked back into that attitude of, well, at featherweight, yeah, I might look better, <laughs> but also, you know, like nothing to do with the division, you know, originally, yeah. um, I think that's not a good motivation. Whereas now, like my weight is just gradually from Jiu Jitsu kind of dropped. Mm. Um, I think I have lost some muscle, um because obviously in judo you're trying to lift a person up and throw them on the floor and jiu-jitsu is very much about going out of the way of strength you know mm. um so yeah I think I've just gradually naturally lost a bit of weight so now I'm closer to featherweight weight where it makes sense to to go down yeah. to that division but originally I think trying to cut down weight I may have been I don't want to like to admit it but part of me was kind of like oh I look better then and you know my abs <laughs> well I will not even get abs <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah I think it's important to uh check yourself like is what is your motivation for going down a division mm. is it because it makes sense because you're only a kilo over mm. or is it because you secretly think you'll look better and I think it's important to kind of yeah. Um, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, maybe. And I, I'm not to say, like, if you feel like you look better and that makes you feel good, obviously, of course, like, yeah. do what you want. But, um, yeah. But,
0: yeah, it, like you say, it, it's all about what makes you feel good. Exactly, yeah. And, like, that's always going to drive the best performance, regardless. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. I'd love to do a bulk
0: one day. <laughs> <laughs> just get up to 85. It's just,
1: it's, just <laughs> so, it's just so hard to gain weight when you're training all the time jiu-jitsu have to give up some jiu-jitsu sessions to well
0: yeah you were talking about your um like because you just follow a standard training schedule of like yeah twice a day and then a strength and conditioning is that right
1: yeah i've added that in re- more recently
0: but yeah is that every day or is it like strength and conditioning every oh, other day or? yeah yes yeah,
1: two maybe time. three times a week but most of the time it's two times you know, like I aim for, free, I aim for two, and then if I get the bonus session in, yay! But most Woo-hoo. of the time, most <laughs> of the time, I'm like legs,
0: <laughs> so. So I was going to talk about this later when we talk about ADCC, but like as we're on it now, like yeah. You said in the session earlier on that you didn't really change up your, um, like routine for, um, like competitions and stuff, but. Was there anything that you did for ADCC? Like, did you change anything? I know you don't do camps, you just do new things. Yeah, yeah. So did you, fo- did you focus on things that you already know? Or did you do what you have talked about previously, where it's like, I just do what we're doing in class? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, obviously, the only thing that would change, depending on what tournament it is, it would be if it's gi or no gi. So, mm-hmm. obviously, if it's, if it's no gi, you're going to be doing mostly no gi and then gi. Vice versa, is that what I'm saying? Vice versa? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying, no, so we put it in the sentence, and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, obviously, that's one factor, obviously, you have to consider. Mm. Um, but no, like, in terms of training volume, I've tried the whole do a camp, and then they get really intense for those weeks mm. leading up to it. By the time the competition comes around, I'm usually so burnt out, and I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> do this. Like, oh, mm. I'm not even excited for it. Um, and like, in those few weeks, I probably won't work on anything new mm. because I'm like, oh, I've got to do my A game for this tournament. But like, I want to just be working on things all the time, and that's what makes it fun for me. You know, I, I want everything, I want it to be fun because I, I'm doing it, because I love it, mm. you know, and like, maybe this is, this is what works for me, maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but if I'm focusing on getting enjoyment out of it, and part of that is like, not just like pissing around on the mats all the time trying random new moves. <laughs> part of the fun is when you do well, right? Like Mm. you enjoy something more when you're doing well at it. So I work hard and I work on my weaknesses because I don't like having those weaknesses Um, because it makes it less fun because people catch me with them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So that's part of it too, or part of making it fun. But um, yeah, like an intense camp, it puts so much pressure on me and Mm. I I need to take that pressure off um, to enjoy. Like I really do prefer being an underdog and things like that. Mm.
0: Like I saw... um in the lead up to ADCC, like um, like you were listening to like the Matt Byrne podcast and listening to uh, Josh talking about Galvao's preparation for yeah. his super fight and stuff, and like watching some of the videos that they put online, it's like it's so intense. Yeah. And how are they recovering? And <laughs> re- how do they have I enough? I think time we know to- how they're. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect.
1: Disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> um, yeah, like. Oh, I, for me, Instagram is great in many ways, but it has its downfalls in areas like this. I, there's so many people, like, girls I compete against, or just other people who are competitors, and they're constantly saying, like, oh, this is my ninth session today. And I'm just like, how? Oh, <laughs> yeah, how? And, and I, I just feel so bad about myself, and I'm just, I'm just sat there, and I'm like, well, I'm, I did one session, I've got another one tonight, but that one's going to be light, do you mean? And I feel so exhausted, so, yeah, like, that would really get me done. But then I'm like, mm. okay, well, what are they uh, classifying as sessions? Are they saying that that hour of drilling before the rolling was a session? So that's mm. drilling and then rolling. They're counting that as two? Maybe they did some stretching? Is that a third session? You know, you have to do think about what people are considering as, as a training session. Whereas I can, I'd put the drilling and the rolling all together as one, yeah. one training session and not really think about it. Um, and also, like, yeah, I think sometimes... Maybe that's a bit of an insecurity too, putting it out there to the world to let other people know. Mm. Um, I don't know. But yeah, like I kind of just had to like look away from that a little bit. Mm. Um, and I think that does work for a, a lot of people, like obviously works for Galvao, you know, yeah, um, doing those intense training sessions. Um, and obviously I have to do intense training sessions sometimes, but it can't be every session. It's just not realistic. Mm. Um, I like to try and, um, I don't know, like study some stuff and some, watch, watch footage and stuff helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, um, it's not always mat time, you know? no. <laughs> yeah,
0: but like you, you were saying earlier on that like the two sessions that you do in the day, you have the morning session with the regulars, yeah, and that's where you get the majority of your like sparring time.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like that's where you get your competition rounds essentially, and then in the evening, your role with the um, how did you say, hobbyists? Yeah, yeah, just like and just people who just train like yeah. for fun,
1: you know. Um, and even those people who train for fun they usually train like all the time anyway yeah. <laughs> like every evening and I'm like oh you're still killing me um, <laughs> but
0: it's more playful than yeah, it is like, competition even
1: if they're beating me up I'm still I'm, I can take control of how I'm rolling so I can still mm. make it more playful now sometimes I get sucked into a really hard round <laughs> this is how I, I'd like to roll but it's not always the same as how it actually turns out <laughs> which is fine <laughs> which is fine sometimes you just get excited and then I'm dead at the end of the session um, so it always depends. Like if I did feel really energetic in the evening, obviously I would just go for it. You may as well when you have those bursts of energy, I just go with it. Um, but yeah, I don't put the pressure on myself to have crazy rounds yeah, in the evening to perform in the evening. Yeah, yeah. It's just more about like playing around and stuff. Yeah. Because that just means you can't do your strength and conditioning the next day. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hate, I hate strength. And conditioning. It's so boring.
0: Oh, I get that. Like. So recently I've um, had like a really bad injury and I'm still like in recovery. And like I have um, this really weird thing in my head where like it's stopping me from going to classes. It's stopping me from wanting to go back to the gym because I keep thinking that it's going to happen again. Yeah. yeah. And like trying to get over that barrier is very difficult. But like um, I'm very fortunate to have some amazing people in my life like Haley is one of like literally my favorite people on yeah, the planet yeah. and like she is lovely yeah she <laughs> is um so she's been helping me try to like I've been trying to cut weight for a long time and she's been really helping me like sort out like a strength and conditioning program for myself because she said don't just <laughs> don't just fuck your food you need to like do something with your body as well so yeah, she yeah. gives me like exercises that help with jiu-jitsu and stuff but I can't do them now because they all involve engaging my back and my, um, my leg. What is your injury? Piriformis syndrome. Oh, okay. So, like, my piriformis muscle that runs through your, your glute. Yeah. Um, it became inflamed and your sciatic nerve runs through it. So, yeah. just press that against the bone. So, my calf and my hamstring were in traction for two weeks.
1: Oh, God, okay. I know, and
0: I've got nerve damage, like, down my shin and in my foot. So, like, I can't run, because every time I go to run, my foot buckles.
1: Yeah, don't run. <laughs> <laughs> running is horrible anyway, but I
0: mean, like, you would like it, but... No, no don't. I don't like running. Um, but I walk, like, uphill, so I, I, I do that to, like, get my heart rate up and stuff. Yeah, And then I yeah. do, like, some gentle lifting, which is, like, quite nice and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I can't remember how I started on this at all, <laughs> but, um, but that's fine. Like, you were saying... Um, earlier on today you've had some issues with your back did mm. that come from jiu-jitsu or is it something that's been persistent through your judo career i
1: i probably oh, i would never really noticed it properly when i did judo i never stretched or anything when i did judo so it's all very like uh, this harsh stuff on your body a lot mm. harsher than jiu-jitsu is too like mm. I, i'd say like even though jiu-jitsu is pretty rough on you i'd say uh, judo is more so because you're you know well, when It's, it's stand-up, you know. So when it's, it's called the gentle art. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> How harsh can it be? <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I think I, did, I was lucky to get away with, without any serious injury. Mm. But I'd say that like possibly through judo, I had some sort of underlying issues maybe, or more susceptible to getting a back injury. Mm. Um, and then it, it was nothing serious. Um, uh, I, a few years ago, as a purple belt, the first time I just I did a clean like a clean movement I basically googled (laughs) I googled what was like uh, an advanced lift for someone doing a clean for a woman with my size and um, I was like I'm gonna try and lift that
0: (laughs) I yeah. I'm, I can do that. I'm
1: such a I'm so bad. I got such a fucking ego, like it's so bad. <laughs> I'm like an ego lifter as well. I'm
0: like, I want to lift really heavy weight It's like, but you're not a lifter. I'm like, I don't care <laughs> It's fine. I lift I lift men off the ground all the time. How difficult can it be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to do that and I was like, Oh and I felt something really strange in my lower back mm. and yeah, and then basically I tried I moved on to the next exercise which was like a single leg uh, squat and I felt this horrible like sharp Ooh. pain and I just had to lay there for a bit um, and I then, know
0: that feeling well wow. and I couldn't
1: train like it was just so uncomfortable we were doing stack passing at the time <laughs> oh my god Perfect <laughs> for my back and, um, and like I don't think anyone really took it seriously I was like trying to explain but because like, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't really measure how much your back is hurting other than someone's yeah uh, taking someone's word for it so yeah like I I started yoga for BJ then mm-hmm. um, I went on the website and because Dara had also had like a really like much worse than me I had like an actual proper back injury, and I got some advice off him. Started doing the yoga that helped relieve it, but it was like on and off for ages trying to get back to on the mats properly. Like I was able to train, but then it was like too much. I still have that pain. And I had to rest for a few days, and then I would try and train again, and I kept going back too early. And then more recently, like last year, I think <laughs> um, I or earlier this year, sorry. Um, I went for an armbar from close guard and the guy tried to just just stack into it not didn't even do anything really he just like tried to defend an armbar like mm. he wasn't a big guy either and I just felt something in my back just kind of go and then I tried to keep my legs up for guard and then I just flopped them on the floor and he kind of stopped and just looked at me like are you okay and I had to lay on the mat for a while like,
0: I might be paralyzed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, bring me a wheelchair yeah
1: and then like, when I put weight through my feet it would be, cause pain in my back it was much worse than when I mm. like uh, the initial pain was a lot worse than when I initially hurt my back mm. but now like I pretty much never feel it um, you're so lucky <laughs> yeah for now but I do I do yoga and things like
0: that too mm. um, and well that's that something helped. that I I literally signed up for this morning
1: yeah, so. yeah good honestly <laughs> well, like it's one of those things you don't want to do but you have to. When after the session, you feel so good. Like, I don't like doing yoga sessions, but after, I love how I feel, so hmm. it's definitely worth it just to force myself to do it.
0: Well, yeah, and, like, I can't really stretch my leg at all at the moment, so, like, actually uh, yeah. getting that a bit more limber, like, at least just to where it was before, would yeah, be exactly. very nice.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, I'm not, I'm not going to be flexible, but I can, I can stop myself from feeling awful.
0: Yeah. Like that's what I do it for, just exactly. to feel better. And it helps, like... Strengthen your core and mm. like your back, which is... Well, your core. Like Haley keeps telling me, <laughs> your core is what like strengthens your back because it's forcing you to like sit up straight. Yeah. So my posture is dog shit as well. So <laughs> Haley keeps telling me. Your dog shit posture. <laughs> oh, I can see it is. <laughs> Thanks. Don't don't tell her how I've been sitting. <laughs> She'll hit me. Oh, wait, I'm sitting, anyway. <laughs> um. So, uh, another thing that I wanted to just, while we're on the subject of like food and nutrition and stuff, you're obviously—what well, I say—obviously, you're a vegetarian. No. No. no not anymore. Really really <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Oh, no, really bad. Like I hate. I've tried to keep it a secret.
0: <laughs> <laughs> people no one like, listens to this. You're anyway. my vegetarian
1: Don't worry about it. idol, <laughs> and
0: I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> So when did you jump off the bandwagon? And is oh, it like, is it so only ashamed. certain meats, or is it like everything? No, it's everything. All the meat. <laughs> Just veal. No, please. this is the
1: problem, right? This is the thing. Ah, like it's it's a hard thing to talk about because I agree with being vegetarian and vegan. Mm-hmm. I think we need to for the I'm such a hypocrite. As we are now. That's fine. Okay, you're allowed about? to be a hypocrite. Okay. <laughs> like... Um. So like, basically, I started to crave meat. Even though the thought of eating meat made me feel sick. Mm-hmm. I hadn't eaten meat in like two and a half years at this point. And it was last December before Nogi Worlds. I started to crave it, uh, like really crave it. Like, I was like, what? I, I probably, you know, there's, there's ways of working around this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, like supplementation. And then I definitely wasn't the best vegetarian in terms of making sure I was getting
0: all my protein in. Mm. Um, but just uh, jerk chicken sauce. Like, it doesn't even have chicken in it. Just put some jerk sauce on everything. Yeah. <laughs> And,
1: um, yeah, and then there was this joke of like, oh, like, because I got my black belt, and then Nogi Wheels is next, and I was like, we were, the guys in the gym were like, kind of making the joke of, oh, like, if you if you win, like, we'll get an In and Out, we will get an In and Out burger, and I was like, oh, all right, yeah, and then I was like, I've no, like, I was like, I'm not gonna win, so <laughs> it's <laughs> fine, and, you know, it's like, and then I did win, and, and then, then you smashed like, it, yeah, and then they're like, let's go to In and Out, and I ate, and I felt so sick, it's disgusting, <laughs> but then I still wanted, I still craving meat. And then I had a bit of chicken and kind of yeah, and I just ended up eating meat again and it stopped kind of grossing me out. Mm. Um, and oh, if I'm honest, everyone is different. I think it works yeah. I think it works for lots of people. But like so, But I felt I, I honestly have felt a difference in my energy. Yeah. Like I fucking struggled to get out of bed. And it could have been so many different things, but for me, I,
0: I have felt different. Mm. Yeah. Like, I watched that documentary on Netflix called The Game Changers, yeah. and that kind of made me reassess what I've been eating and stuff. And, like, it, not so much the meat itself, like, I have no issues eating meat, mm-hmm. but the thing that really upset me was the amount of food and, like, land that it takes to feed all of the animals that are then eaten. Yeah. So, like, the carbon footprint associated to it is grossly disproportionate.
1: Yeah, so that's that's why I originally meant vegetarian in the first mm. place um, was because of the environmental reasons as mm. opposed to other reasons. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I never thought that being vegetarian was healthier. No.
0: Um,
1: and I don't really eat that much meat now anyway. Um, like well, it's they not...
0: try to make a... They make a, an okay argument about it being healthier because it... Like, having a plant-based in inverted commas for those yeah. of you who can't see because no one can <laughs> yeah, apart I can from figure, you i make
1: gestures with my hands and i'm like oh you're <laughs> listening to it
0: like not vegan plant-based yeah like on a plant-based diet have like um increased anti-inflammatory um like receptors in their body and like it makes the what was it like the the blood flows a lot easier and all of this nonsense yeah but like it's difficult to say how much of that's true because a lot of the studies that they chose for the documentary were cherry-picked.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I, like any it's, obviously it's got an agenda. I'm not saying the <clears> agenda isn't a good agenda. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm struggling with that word. It's agenda. a good agenda. However, like that's where like you're going to make it, things invalid if you're cherry-picking um, yeah. cherry-picking things for your own agenda. Then it makes it hard to get on
0: board. Yeah. I think that's the problem, you know? Well, as soon as one thing's discredited, people just discredit it, the you, whole yeah, thing. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So um, I'd always kind of try and shy away from the, the health side of things. I don't know either. Yeah. Like, I'm not an expert remotely. Um, <laughs> all I know is... When you ate vegetarian? When, when I ate it. vegetarian, I didn't realize I was as tired as I was. And then now I've started eating meat again. It's not as much of an issue as it has been. Easy. but that could be anything like yep. that could be I was getting worse sleep I wasn't supplementing right you know so I'm not trying to say like you should eat meat I'm saying for me I feel a lot better Were you getting your essential B12s <laughs> <laughs> probably not <laughs> definitely not so yeah yeah I, I really it is hard and I, I just I do feel bad about it but at the same time like it I'm trying to be an, I'm trying to be an athlete here I don't yeah. eat loads of meat um, you can do it, obviously people are doing it, and they're doing just fine, yeah. um, I'm sorry, <laughs> there we go.
0: There's <laughs> no need to walk you this,
1: pitchforks are coming for me now,
0: <laughs> oh my god no, time will yeah. tell, mm. um, so, getting back to where Dan left off, so, you did Dan's podcast to April last year, roughly. You were just about to fight uh, Jesery Matuda at Polaris 10, I believe.
1: Wow, really? Was it then? Was yeah. it not like before that? No, it was before. Oh, of course, because that didn't happen for ages. No, yeah. I think it was two years ago. Was it? I was a brown belt. Yeah, you were a brown belt. Oh dog. my God, is that a year ago? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was, it's got like got last April. Oh, yeah. you just said. <laughs> 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 wow, I my brain.
0: <laughs> so you fought Jezeri yeah eventually yeah, yeah eventually <laughs> eventually um it was a really great fight Thank like you. I watched it last night <laughs> <laughs> but like it was very um it was like from what I've seen from you it was very clinical it was like a lot of guard passing and then I think you finished with a head and arm yeah which was perfection <laughs> and then you had um I'm gonna forget her I forgot her first name, but you'll fill it in. Uh, Alan Carr. Talita. Talita yeah. Talita yeah. Alan Carr in Polaris Eleven. Yes. It looked like when I watched that, it felt a little scrappier.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's very tough. I, yeah. Oh, so is Jisari, of course. But um, yeah, that that match was. It went she, down to um, like a decision. Decision. Yeah, yeah. it was his decision. Um, I got some good positions, um, but yeah, like it, it was a really tough match. She's she's very exciting too. Like I liked fighting Talita because. Hmm. Like, no matter what position she's in, she'll fight her way out of it, and she'll keep coming at you. Yeah, um, she's got very like rel- I, relentless attitude. But like so.
0: watching the fight, it was exciting to watch. because like, oh shit! Yeah, like, yeah. Every <laughs> time like you you moved, you cleared the legs and stuff, like she just regarded, and come back in. Yeah, like,
1: that's why I called her out. Like I called her out. <laughs> I'm not trying to call anyone out because I'm like I'm not going right. You know, like I'm not like kill you. I, I'm the king. I I genuinely wanted to have a match that I knew would be exciting, I yeah. knew to obviously I wanted to fight her because I wanted to try and win, because I'd lost to her before this, so yes. I was a purple belt, and obviously there's that curiosity to see how much I'd improved since then, but also it's like, I knew that she was really exciting, mm. and I loved her style, I really, I love her style still, and I knew that she would go really hard, and I wanted it to be main event, mm. so... I didn't want it to end up being a potentially boring match. And I knew that with her, no matter what, it was not going to be boring. So I was really glad. And I think, yeah, a lot of people said that was their favourite match. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah, like you won
0: Fight of the Night for both of those performances. Woo! Oh, yeah! (laughs) Oh, yeah! But, like, um, you're you're one of these fighters that, like, you don't really have boring matches. Like... (laughs) From what I've seen, at least, like, there, there's not a lot of readily available footage, but from what I saw, like, it's always very, like, technical passing, like, your guard passing is probably what you're... Most known for?
1: I think, roughly? yeah, yeah, I think so now, yeah.
0: Not your judo anymore. My <laughs> <Thank> God!
1: Now <laughs> people are like, uh, oh, beyond the judoko. And I was like, the, I haven't done a throw, like, <laughs> done one throw in, in jiu jitsu. I pull guard, God, goddammit! I pull God, and like, no one paid attention. I was like, I was pulling God, like, look, I'm doing barambolos, guys. Looks the other way. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my little complex there is that I really hate being called strong, and I hate be- anyone mentioning the judo, I'm like, Will you shut up? <laughs> but you're such a strong judoka. I know. <laughs> uh, I just want to be a flimsy jiu-jitsu girl, dream. You know? Nice and weak.
0: <laughs> so um like was it it was June last year? You went you've gone over to Ireland to train there with yeah. Dara yes. uh full time. Mm-hmm. And then did you get your black belt before or after Polaris Eleven? Because I couldn't find the date
1: i got my black belt in november um, in november last year
0: when was polaris i have no idea polaris (laughs) the one with jazari the one after that the one with talita oh that
1: was this year it was this year yes
0: ah so you had your black belt (laughs) that's fine yeah yeah yeah. but like you've got your and with
1: jazari it was a black belt was it yeah i think the dance dress one was two years ago
0: fuck
1: yeah that's come around fast I think, or, or a no, year it and it was a half.
0: 2018. Yeah, it was 18 months ago. Yeah, okay, okay, Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, it's God. November now. There's a timeline remiss You've nearly had your black belt a year.
1: Yeah, it'll be a year in a couple days. couple yeah, weeks, three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Woo. How amazing is that? Very cool.
0: Very strange. So, like, you got your black belt in November. Yeah. You won no Worlds. Yes. Uh, division and Absolute. Is that right? No, just no? the division. Just the division. I
1: killed not in the absolute. I had a go though. <laughs> my, my thing is to get murdered in the absolute. I don't know, I can't put it together quite yet, but hopefully next year.
0: One of my goals. <laughs> uh, you came first in, oh, what's it called? Like CBJJ? Something like that? No? Was it? I can't remember what it's called. Hmm. It's going to really annoy me.
1: Well, yeah, there's no people. You've D- won World. lots of stuff. <laughs> and Euro- then Euro- like Europeans, D- stuff like that, yeah.
0: Europeans, the, like, you did the British, not the British, like the Fall Open recently. Did you do that?
1: Um, I did one of the London ones. It was, it was just after Worlds, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it would have been the summer one, I'm
0: not sure. You got gold in. Oh, it was the British, was it? The British? Yeah. 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 And Division in Absolute at the Dublin Open? Yes. That's the one. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I remember things. Yeah. It's fun when I do. (laughs) So, like, you've had a relatively successful career at Black Belt already. But you were already, like... I think we had this conversation before where you were saying that the division between brown and black belt, like, is so insignificant that, like, a brown belt fighting a black belt is pretty much exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... I... It's so funny, like, when I was a Brown Belt, like, loads of Black Belts were saying no, which I do understand. Mm. Personally, I don't give a shit about fighting a Brown Belt. No, because... Like, I'd I'd do it now, like, give me one. As yeah. long as, like, <laughs> give me one. <laughs> <laughs> as Feed lo- me. You know, as long as it's, like, you know... It's going to be a good match. Yeah, like, I, and then, you know, you, you see these girls, and the, the girls who win Brown Belt could easily win Black Belt the following year, mm. and... A lot of them that do. That is, yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of did. Like, I didn't win uh, Gi Worlds, but I won no Gi Worlds, and I won mm. Brown Belt Worlds. Mm. And it, that just shows immediately I could have integrated into the Black Belt division. And you did. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't know, when people get their knickers in a twist, I suppose, about t- fighting lower grades, it's like, mm. in any other, like, in judo, like, black belts all fight together, but, like, pretty much you get your black belt, um, like, quite... quite you know, a lot of people get about 16, and then, like... Mm. There's you don't you know brown and black belts fight together kind of thing and yeah um, if you're fighting that level anyway you're probably a black button but it's like there's just like one level and you will fight each other so I don't know like <laughs> it's, it's not such a thing to me you know like,
0: it's weird that's all we need to say yeah it's, it's odd,
1: yeah like like because of the color of your belt like it hurts your feelings if someone with a different color yeah belt than you beats you it's like I don't know like for me. Like, you could just see, like, people like Nicky Ryan, who's meant to be a purple, always oh, he's a brown belt now, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, he but yeah, beats he keeps... black belts, and none of them care, because they know he's good and they respect him, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just respect everyone, I don't look at their belt.
0: And... Yeah, yeah, it's not about the belt, it's about the person that you're fighting. Yeah, you? it's,
1: just the, it's just the level, and the level is whatever, and that they're at their belt level at whatever point. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I want to talk to you about ADCC because yeah. that's very prevalent in my mind. Because, okay. <laughs> uh, Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and not just from the injury.
1: Yeah, there's a lot a marinade over this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Marinate. <laughs> like yeah. stew. Um, so you had a really good division. Yeah, yeah. And like Probably the most memorable match is your fight with a mosquito yeah and well <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> like listening back to dan's podcast like when i was traveling up here um you were talking about how like she's one of the women that you consider um not an idol but like yeah, she's, she's someone, someone that you idol. look up to and someone yeah. that you um like enjoy think and you fought her before that yes previously
1: at ADCC, hey. I was a brown belt, my first ADCC, Ooh. and she was the queen, she's still the queen. <laughs> um, but now you're more of a queen, than, no. you, than you were, than I was, yes, but not than her,
0: and so, you're,
1: you're, you getting there, yeah, like, it's, it's funny, people have been like, oh yeah, like, because it's like, she's queen, queen B. she's the Beyonce of Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> she really is, and like, even though I'm very happy to have beaten her, and like, it's yeah. but it's such an accomplishment to me because she is so decorated. Yeah. But that never that would never tarnish anything that she's achieved. And like to make it clear, I don't now think that I'm the best. No. I think we could fight nine times out of ten and maybe she beat me all those nine times and I got the one. I don't know yet. I have to fight her ten times first. Yeah. And I know that she's gonna push me to get better because I'm gonna she's gonna be coming for me next time. So I better <laughs> I better bring it too, you know what I mean? So I am excited for more future matches with her and with all the and, and mm. Bianca Basilio too and all the girls in my division, who, the ones who beat me they they motivate me to get better yeah and I think that's what we all do for each other um yeah. at least that's what I feel like anyway um I appreciate those girls and I like those girls and uh, they are all idols to me because they've been a black belt longer yeah and uh, you know BeA put in the work to get where she is to be known as like the, the female goat. Like, yeah. you can't deny that she's she's not no. she's the most dominant you know it's like exactly. she's won everything and uh, and in such a dominant way and yeah like it, it was crazy to fight her and that's why it meant so much to me because like how much I respect her yeah
0: yeah but like you were saying before that jujitsu is one of those weird but it's not like MMA where your record really counts like jujitsu yeah. is great in that you can win or lose and it doesn't matter. People remember the fight. A lot of people don't remember yeah. the outcome. No one, yeah, no
1: one, <laughs> people keep calling me, oh, Fionn, you're a world champion. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> not,
0: <laughs> not, in,
1: not in the gi. you it know, like, so a, much. A black belt, anyway, like a brown, yeah, but I mean, people always go, oh yeah, Fionn, she's a black belt world champion. I'm like, I'm actually not. I'm like, in the gi, no, I'm not. Um, so yeah. it's funny, people don't care. Yeah, but
0: as a street fighter. <laughs>
1: what what I've really found out since getting my black belt and why it's my favourite belt, I wasn't mentioned. Um, <laughs> there's no lid on anything now, there's unlimited hmm. tries. I can keep having a go at Worlds forever. Eventually, hmm. I'm going to win it. I mean, I'm going to be so persistent.
0: <laughs> and then when you get it, you retire, so no one can take it from you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, I want to win it lots of times, hopefully. Um, but yeah, like, I've got unlimited tries to win worlds. Like, I'm going to keep coming until yeah. eventually And you're still win. young. <laughs> like,
0: so Hodges, regarded as one of the greatest of all time in the gee. Oh, he's yeah. won, like... Everything? He won it, like, he won, um, well, it's like 10 times. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah i'm so fucking useless with it. <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember anything you can every, think of anything I'm every time i sit down like to talk to people i'm like yeah so it's nice outside today right i can't remember what i wanted to speak to you about yeah but like you're you're young enough now where you can not just probably match what he's done you can probably exceed it oh don't <laughs> You're going to exceed it now because I told you you have to. (laughs) I have a go, but um, (laughs) it's quite a lot
1: to uh, exceed that. But yeah, like um, for me now, it's like I want to win these things. Mm. But I think what people really care about is how uh, exciting you're being, maybe. I think that's what makes people remember you. And for me, like that was my first goal on my list of things to achieve as a black belt. It's like first is like be known as exciting. And I, I... BJ Heroes put some sort of little article and one of my matches is in it. I was like, yes, okay. So <laughs> I've hit my first goal. Be Sick. exciting. Yes, okay, tick that off. So even when I lose, I usually get submitted. So that's very fun to watch if you don't like me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Are you still counting the points that people get against you? No. <laughs> no, of course, like,
1: um, but when I lose, it's usually in a brutal, uh, horrific way where I'm like, like in a triangle. Like tearing Like tearing my MCO. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Doreen, I don't come out of that unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and lots of people have great time watching that yeah. because of this strange hatred towards me. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it's still exciting, even if you don't care, either way. So, yeah, or, and I try and aim for a submission when I do win, so yeah. it kind of works both ways. It's usually Hopefully, anyway, it's usually exciting <laughs> to watch. Um, that's what I aim for, anyway. It's not always exciting, but I try to be. So that's the first one ticked off. And then the next one is actually be good (laughs) and win things (laughs) and then it's once i win it win it many many times so be consistent so it's like exciting uh win shit actually win shit and stop getting brutally submitted and then consistency which is the true measure of how good you are if you can keep doing it Mm. because one thing to what win it once and then just to keep keep at that level like Hodja did is uh something else you know like that's really yeah to keep your your mentality it's that strong, beyond impressive. Because I find it really hard um, when I am seen like leading up to Wills. Like now, I'm not saying this is not the reason why I lost. By the way, I'm not I'm not using <laughs> this as an excuse. I'm just saying how I felt, just to be clear. I hate excuses. But um, a flow kind of like hyped me, which is I'm not again like that's nice. You know, like that's nice to get recognition, but. I don't deal well with a hype train. I've never been one. Yeah. <laughs> and one started to develop around me. Um, because I'd won, um, I they like, Grand Slam, Grand Slam. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't even care about that. I just wanted to win Worlds. And then I was like, now I want to win this Grand Slam. And then it was one like, Worlds as the last one. And I was like, oh, if I win this, I win Worlds. But I also win a Grand Slam, which is really cool. I don't really know what it means. But okay like, <laughs> <laughs> um, And... Yeah, and I fell at the last hurdle. I got, I ended up with bronze, which obviously, yay, but no. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like that pressure around worlds, mm. I was not, I was not happy.
0: You know that last week, because you were, felt burnt out and yeah. You were speaking to Dan about your Sasha Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to talk to you about your mindset going into competitions and stuff, because yeah. like you have said previously about um you don't enjoy the the pressure that comes with it like is that you putting the pressure on yourself and like Mm. obviously you've just said about like these outside influences putting a lot of pressure on your shoulders but like how do you handle like just general pressure of going into a competition like
1: yeah so obviously them hyping me up and and supporting me like I'm not saying yeah. this is an active thing by the way um it, like that obviously I took that onto myself and there was like social media and then you see all these people suddenly like I don't know like kind of commenting things like oh yeah go you're gonna win and all this and and that's obviously lovely but I kind of let online stuff really get to me like mm-hmm. I got my first wave of like negativity online when I lost in the final games, Beer mosquito mm. um, in world pro. And because people were like, oh, who's gonna win? And like all this, and and then afterwards, people were like, oh, what was Fionn doing? And like saying, like kind of <laughs> laughing at me and like taking the piss and stuff, which is obviously like, <laughs> people on the internet are wonderful, aren't they? So like- I know more about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. But um, yeah, like, and obviously now, there's a, lots of nice comments yeah. but for some reason I hone in on the
0: negative ones that's human nature yeah. um <laughs> like it is weird because like it doesn't matter how many times someone says like positive things to you you'll yeah. take you'll cherry pick the negative yeah, because this is how I
1: naturally go because I'm not particularly
0: <laughs> confident <laughs> well exactly and it I think it has a lot to do with um like your personal view of yourself yeah, like for me, I can't take compliments. Like, uh, I grew up with negative reinforcement. Yeah, from mainly my dad, like saying, "Oh, you're you're an idiot. You're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that." And then, like, I was okay at school, but yeah. now, like, I'm relatively successful in like my um, professional field, and like, there's a part of me that knows that it's because he was a bit of a dick but now (laughs) like just weird things happen to me where I'm like if I'm having my appraisal at work and they say really nice things about me I will start crying because I don't know how to process (laughs) it like (laughs) I can't handle compliments tell me something mean
1: (laughs) sorry any negative reinforcement (laughs) exactly
0: exactly I've told a couple of my managers look tell me where I can improve and yeah. then leave everything else. I will read comments on my own. Yeah, <laughs> like if yeah. they're nice, let me do it without having to cry in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but um. Ugh, again, I completely forgot where we started. Every time I talk about myself. <laughs> I, <laughs> who are, who are you again? Yeah. That's uh, fine. It's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, we were talking about your. Do you still have that like alter ego? that you kind of put on uh, yeah, going like, into competition?
1: Um, I'd say like the, the kind of idea of the person I want to be and like who I am now kind of merging closer together. Um, I am getting more confident and mm. um, kind of allowing myself to feel good about myself a lot more now than maybe I did before. Um, but yeah, still on the mat, like I, I want to make it a performance, that yeah. helps for me. I, th- I think about it as being, I'm trying to perform and entertain people and relying less on the outcome. Mm. Like obviously I want to win, I'm going to win and being able to control how I perform uh, winning is a part of that because if if I'm not controlling the pace of the match, then I'm probably not winning. <laughs> um, so for me, it's it's that I want to just, I really want to be exciting. I want to be as exciting as possible whilst winning, obviously. Um, but yeah, if something's not happening in the match, I want to try and make something happen and that. It yeah. takes the pressure off whether I want to lose because, yeah, like, obviously I want to win, but I, I'm not that person who's perfect. And I'm not, I didn't do everything first time, I didn't win everything first time. It's going to take lots of tries. Yeah. And I don't mind that because, I don't know, I think it's more
0: relatable in general. Mm. It's you know, a great mindset to have in competition. Like, yeah. I. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that
1: for me, it's worked it? anyway. <laughs>
0: But, like, I'm kind of the same, like, uh, when I go to compete, I always want to have fun. Yeah. Like, that's a big part of it for me. Like, I kind of stopped competing for a while because it stopped being fun for me. Yeah. And, like, especially with, like, the outside influences and stuff, but, like, mainly because, like, at White Belt, I was going into competitions and I was just winning and it was because I was technically better, but at the same time, like, it was... It got a bit boring.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. And
0: then I got my blue belt, and then that was really good, because, like, the level between, like, a a fresh blue belt and, like, a four-strike blue belt is, like... It can be anywhere up to, like, six years. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, that's really exciting. So when I entered the Fall Open in... 2017, I think it was. I think I took the. Sorry. (laughs) I thought it was the other thing. Uh, I think I took the. um, I got like a default gold in my division, but then I went to do the absolute and I got to have some like really good fights. Yeah. And it just made it a bit more exciting for me again. And then like I had surgery and stuff, so I had to stop and rehab and all of this fucking nonsense now. Who the hell do you think you are?
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Getting told off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, lost my train of thought, but it's fine. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you was can you talk me through your fight with be a mosquito okay because i know that it was a like i say i know i'm sure that was a big deal for you yeah and like i remember i watched the fight and then when i seen the finish i literally started crying (laughs) 'Cause I saw you crying and oh, I was like, Oh my god, crying. this is amazing. I'm the
1: so. worst I'm so overly emotional whether I win, <laughs> lose, anything. I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna be peeled off the mat if I lose as well. <laughs> <long>. um, <laughs> but no, like uh, yeah, obviously it was a huge deal and because I look up to her so much, Jane, mm. and, and, and the, the past experiences, like I lost twice to her already and, and she really was seen as unbeatable. You know, mm. like especially to girls who are actual, like, division and things, like, yeah, I know, like, yeah division below usually, but like in Nogi, we were under 60 and, and, um, yeah, like she's so unbeatable to the girls around this, the same weight of her, mm-hmm. uh, like she only really loses in absolutes to like, Nathalie, who's phenomenal, you know, and, and there is a size difference there. So she, she is so dominant and, and to be able to beat her was like, it was just crazy to me because, because you, I've been thinking about it since last ADCC. And and honestly, a lot of people were like, Oh, it was so shocking and like I lost my mind afterwards because I was so happy that it was, it was reality, <laughs> like that it was actually real that I'd beaten her. But I genuinely like I thought I was gonna win and I told my boyfriend that. And mm. he was like, Yeah, you win too and Yeah, I was like and then like, I just looked at him, and he just didn't have any doubt in me, you know? So that was nice and yeah and I just I honestly just felt like I'm gonna win. This I'm, is the I'm one. going to beat her. Like <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so that was what I focused in on. yeah, like it was it was Ever since the last one, I, I, was, I thought, like, I'm, I'm going to beat her next time at the next ADCC. And now the next step is actually just winning ADCC.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, a win like that, did it really matter to you that you you, you ended up getting silver?
1: Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, fortunately for me, most people just remember that win. Mm. Um... Uh, and yeah like obviously people are like oh, how's your foot and how's your knee or yep. whatever um,
0: about the messages you're getting from Bia I, like...
1: <laughs> I got uh, a good, I think I've, as much as I wanted to win and I was so disappointed that I didn't especially after that win against Bia mosquito for me it was kind of like, well I've taken two good things from this I've learnt a lesson here don't play with the feet you shit hurt <laughs> <laughs> um, and respect her footlocks, another one and the other one was I also took positives from that in that I feel like I could beat anyone now because I was able to beat the best. Yeah. So now that's given me confidence going forward. And now it's like, okay, I need to deal with these technical mistakes I've made. Like, but that's it. Like now I've got that confidence dream. Like now mm. I feel like it doesn't matter how many times I lose, I can come back and I can win and it's achievable. So it's like, now for me, it's like, let's just get my technique good. Like this actually just get good at jujitsu. <laughs> but you are good at jujitsu. I mean... As good as I want to be, right?
0: I want to be so. I want to be as dominant as beer, basically. So that's the goal. That's achievable, hopefully. So um, something that I, another thing that I really want to talk to you about, um, a lady called Jenna Bishop. Yes. Are you aware of Jenna Bishop? I uh, yes. I met her properly. I met her at Worlds, but I also got to talk to her properly at, at ADCC too. So prior to ADCC, she yeah. um, she got a PED test done and then she posted the results online and she was like this is just to show that not everyone is doing Mexican supplements let's say (laughs) Brazilian (laughs) supplements so um, where do you stand in all this? because I've seen like comments from all over the place on it where people say well there's nothing in the rules to say you can't so Mm. why not if it's going to give you a performance advantage but at the same time it's like Really?
1: Because we want to be professional.
0: Yeah. If
1: you want to be professional and you want it to be the best show ever or the best event ever, if you want to be taken seriously, if you want it to go in the Olympics, yeah. you have to have some sort of testing in. Um, like, I don't know how you'd go about it. I don't have any ideas in terms of what you'd actually do. Mm. But personally, I don't like special supplements. I don't like steroids. Mm. Um, I've never taken them. I never will. I maybe it's easier for me because I'm a woman and it doesn't feel so like it's not as uh, there's not so much pressure. Yeah. To it, do it. No, there's definitely girls in the sport who are like I'm not calling anyone out and I'm just not being naive in it, okay? Yeah. Um, but there definitely are women that are and it's not always obvious. No. And but at the same time it's like I know people are doing it and that's their choice. Yes. And okay, ADCC you're allowed. For me it's the thing of I, I really believe that I can get technically so good it doesn't matter if you're on steroids. I, I've beaten people who I may have thought could have been on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not in the room with them every day. I'd never accuse. But I've I've beaten girls who I had an inkling that they might have been. Um, Were they strong judokas <laughs> <laughs> Freakish strong like what like how are you so strong i thought i was strong um (laughs) but no it's and i've beaten them anyway and Mm. for me it's like if i took these things and then they brought in this good testing system Mm. what would i do like all my confidence would go you know yeah um i don't want it to be an excuse for why i lose or for why you win or for why i win yeah so it's not something i'm gonna ever go near um and well it's obvious that
0: you don't need to as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i i am in a position where i've always been physically strong as long as i can remember before judo Mm -hmm. um like i do press-ups and stuff i don't know why i was really into trying (laughs) to get strong and um
0: (laughs) i just like having cool shoulders
1: yeah i've always had had big shoulders my whole life and it was such an insecurity to me insecurity to me and um, people have commented on how big my forearms are and been like, oh, yeah, I it's on steroids. And it's like, mate, if I was on steroids, I'd be in better shape. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I would have shredded. I would have a six-pack, like, well, hopefully. Okay, now, you can't go by what people look like. That's not a measurement. There's different things, apparently, yeah. you can take that makes your cardio better and all this shit. But, yeah, it's like, well, I'd hope I'd be in better shape than what I am. <laughs> and my big forearms are from doing judo since I was eight years old, idiot. Like, doing so... <laughs> yeah like that's but no I'm very much against them Um, I can understand why people decide to do it I'm not trying to say like oh like whatever but um, I know there's not certain rules in place but uh, for ADCC now for IBGF there are you're not meant to be on them yeah, um,
0: but like even with the IBJDF, they don't test everyone. They do random Just the tests. gold.
1: Yeah, no, it's just the gold medal. Just the gold medal. So you know, if you are in gold, you're gonna get tested. So you can very much easily cycle off around that time. Yeah, it's very. You have to be pretty dumb to get caught, cool, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't really know the ins and outs, but I know that. Like, so, mm.
0: come on. <laughs> Well, and because you're going to be winning everything from now on, like <laughs> oh, you, can't, you can't even start. <laughs> you can't even get that six-pack that you want.
1: No, I'm going to have my little couple of rolls, even when I do uh, my belly rolls. I mean, not <laughs> well, rolls. Yeah, like yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever. Well, I like the my donut
0: rolls. Exactly. <laughs> you can have as many donuts as you want now. I know, it's nice. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Um, so one of the questions that I ask everyone on this podcast is about um female participation in sport and largely around one how you would it, how you increase female participation in sport and two how you keep um like maintain that level of female participation because like the people who come at least from my experience like, they'll get really into it for a few weeks and then disappear. Mm. It's like, it's like a blue belt. <laughs> 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 oh, oh there's just a girl. she gone. <laughs>
1: gone of a swipe of her hair.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, obviously, previously you had a really good female team, mm. like with um, CF24. yeah. And um, you've since gone over to Ireland with Derek. Do you have, like, the same kind of um, female team over there, or is it...?
1: There's a very big team there, actually, yeah. Um, no, I can't really tell you how that got kicked off, because I've only been there a year and a half now.
0: Mm.
1: Um, I was very lucky that the time that I joined, uh, one of the girls, Haley, she... Uh, a bunch of her friends joined... At that time she managed to convince her friend group basically to come, <laughs> all <laughs> and of them. Um, all of them, <laughs> and they kind of start like a, a beginner's course, and then there's a big influx of women. So there's already like a few uh, like more seasoned girls, you know, Ooh. like the tough girls who like uh, managed to stay and didn't mind, but there wasn't loads of them. So Who's the le- highest ranked
0: uh, female other than yourself.
1: Um, purple belts. so we've got okay. Shiv, Amanda, Emily. Caroline. So we've got four maybe miscounted. Four female purple belts, which is a good awesome. number. Yeah, yeah and they're all very good. The great training for me is so technical. And then we've got a bunch of blues and then lots of white belts right now. So lots of them. Yeah, like standard through. numbers. And they love it. They are there all the time. It's it's so good and um honestly, it just changes the vibe in the gym. It's really it's really lovely like uh not that there was ever, like, a kind of of vibe, as no. far as I know. Like, I don't think there ever was, but just, like, being able to have, like, a female community there, like, girls who just understand. Yeah. And, like, now I've kind of got, like, these, this group of friends here who, like... And I had the same in Cardiff, too, and it's 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 really nice that, like, it is a nice change from, like, when I was younger and... having. Yeah, like, not really... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did
0: No one was into no the same shit me, and friend. I was like, oh,
1: yeah. Like, no one really was into the same stuff as me, so... Yeah, it's really good.
0: Because, like, um, from my experience, I always feel like the gyms that have higher number of uh, women in, like, the level, that, like, the technical level rises. Yeah. Because, like, most guys don't want to be a dick <laughs> to the women that they're rolling with, so they're going to roll more technically, and it's going to boost them up. Women roll like tend to roll more technically anyway, so it kind of helps everyone.
1: Ah, yeah, for sure. And I think what was so key in getting all the women to join, well, not getting them to join, but like um having an environment where they wanted to stay, mm. was that the guys in in the uh, East Coast they they really do roll with you very like they properly. just roll with, they roll with you one like they roll with you in a way like they're actually trying, but at the same time they're trying to kill you, yeah. you know, like. It's that, that perfect they balance. They match your of, level. They match your level. They don't try and kill me, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to smash her and crush her. Like, they don't she won what? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna, if I beat her, I'm world well, champion, Nogi, whatever. <laughs> They're like, I'll take your titles. It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, like, they don't have that attitude at all. Um, uh, they, you no, know, they give me a, a, a really hard role. They tailor it for me. And they do that with the other girls too. There's no like weird laughter when they roll over a girl who's good and be like, "Ah, oh, well
0: (laughs) done. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah,
1: you don't get anything like that. They just roll over you. You're just another person on the mat, basically. Mm. But like, oh, you're small. Okay, yeah, like I won't try and break your neck, basically, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, you're small. You're going to be annoying. Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So it's a really good culture that, anyway, Mm. um, in terms of that. And yeah, it just, everyone, it just, it sounds stupid to say it's just, and it should be anyway but like it just yeah. feels very equal and Normal. it's not really something you even think about you know like it's just
0: yeah. oh look a training partner let's roll and so do you yeah. does your gym have like female specific programs or is it just come to classes
1: um no all the girls just come to the classes okay. uh, anyway um I think I think Having a female black belt, that's maybe good, like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not good. I mean, like it doesn't make it a real effect, really. But
0: I mean, um, like it's. But your you name got, like, has like. Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> it has like star power. Essentially, uh, no, I don't think like it's, it, yeah. it's a draw to the gym. Like, uh, you're Fionn I don't think anyone in Ireland does been, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you've been name checked on the Matt Byrne podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, Keenan, stop changing the subject. <laughs> Let Josh talk. <laughs> you keep saying my name. I know, like, hey, Fion. Fionn. Hey, man, Fionn's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get you can, yeah, you can be fine that's fine or you, Fiona well, whatever you want. You want. It's yeah <laughs> it's a variation of Fion.
0: <laughs> Is Josh King <laughs> yeah
1: whatever either way um, but no like I don't think it's a draw in terms of like getting new female members but like visitors yeah mm. we've had a few visitors come in and, uh, That's like, oh, right. Really hey cool. you're a person I kind of recognise <laughs> um, <laughs> but we um, no <laughs> I think it's more just having like you've got example across the belts then and that's nice and obviously the guys yeah. have that too they've got like Dara and um, and Marcus and Sam and all the black belt guys there now too so having that as a girl too and, and it's a good douche filter yeah it's you like, know you can oh, set is, the
0: that how you, on is that how you want to roll with these people when you come in yeah they? well I
1: think to be honest I think anyone who comes through is a bit of an asshole I think we
0: <laughs> will let them know pretty
1: soon I mean <laughs> he's pretty honest and if he's not actively telling you he's giving you the hint Jane so really? he's good like that and he keeps uh, the culture how he wants it you know so
0: it's good it's a good thing awesome yeah um I've just realised I I jumped to the last question I've got other (laughs) things that I want to talk to you about yeah um so in your previous podcast with Dan you were talking about um like money in jujitsu for especially for female athletes where there isn't like a there's no real equal pay Mm. in the sport but, like, oh, what was the. Um, I'm going to forget what everything's called now. Like, there was a promotion that you were talking about in there that had, like, a lot of um, money in it. And ah,
1: ACB. Oh, that's gone. That's them. money laundering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe. Oh, yeah, sorry.
1: Well, I think it was. <laughs> I think it's commonly known anyway. Um, yeah. Apparently. So don't worry about that. It's gone anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately. But well, not fortunately for the lads, like, but no. for me. But for you, it's like... Selfishly, uh, I want to kiss. In your face. Um, no, I think it's important to know, like, I I don't want the men to not make money. Yeah, of course. Um. And a promotion like that offering that much money probably wasn't going to last anyway. No. Um, I want the men to make money. I just also want to make money too. Yeah. And all girls too. Um.
0: But, like, if you're fighting at the same level, you're putting in the same work, you should get the same pay.
1: Well, that's how I've seen it, and, like, I do understand the argument, okay, there's less people. And I'm like, yes, but if you... Like, for example, ABCC is, like, they're saying, oh, there's only enough people for these two divisions. They're like, no, No, there's there's not. not. There's plenty of people.
0: So, like, for the people who don't know, the female divisions were... um, Under 64 and above 64, is that right? Under 60. Under 60 and above (laughs) 60. Yeah, even
1: worse than you think. And
0: they both had eight person brackets. Yes. Whereas the males had four divisions and they had 16 man brackets. Yeah. So are they trying to say (laughs) that there aren't enough female black and brown belts in the world to fill... Like well, it's just 16-person bracket.
1: Yeah, it's not even brown and black. It's any belt. So...
0: You just need to win the trials.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, now, in terms of numbers in each division, like, now, okay, I, I think the priority should be to add extra divisions as opposed to add extra numbers per division, mm. personally, because I think that'll be the easiest way of filling it up. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. And there's a lot of girls who don't even do ADCC because they're like, well, I'm 65 kilos, and if I go in an, uh, plus 60, because I can't make under 60... About, you, have to, you have to weigh in three times throughout the weekend, so you yeah. have to truly be under 60 kilos, or be doing brutal weight cuts <laughs> every day <laughs> for competition.
0: Um, but yeah, and, that's like 60 to infinity.
1: Yeah, and it's, <laughs> you know, like, Gabby gets a lot of flack. She gets a lot of uh, flack. She does? hate. hate. That's fine if you don't understand what flack It's just in case. Um, and I... Pretty sure she doesn't want to be fighting girls who are sixty-five kilos either. No, and she'd get a lot less hatred or like abuse online if perhaps we added more divisions. So it helps lots of girls, you know, yeah. not just the girls who have to fight someone so much bigger than them, but also the girls who are in a position where they're getting hate thrown at them for being bigger.
0: But you like, know? I've got so much respect for her for legitimately how she handles what the people say. Yeah. When yeah. she's just like, ah. It's it's like, I'm like, the best.
1: And are like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Gabby.
0: It's like, people online. like, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she
1: doesn't, as far as I can tell, she doesn't give a shit. No, but like,
0: it's it is like you say, she's literally just entering the divisions that are available.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like,
0: mm-hmm. and the decision is, I either enter or I don't. Yeah. I'm She's a, she's a competitive person. Of course, she wants to fucking enter. Yeah. <sighs> Ridiculous.
1: So, I think adding the additional weight category would benefit so many mm. girls. And there's enough, you know, like ADCCs and just black belts. One, I think there's enough black belts anyway. Yeah. You'd open up to more girls would be willing to enter because it feels achievable. Um, and, yeah, also... Like, it's not just black belt. There's, there's, oh, you can enter ADCC at any belt. You can yeah. be a wrestler, never done jiu-jitsu, and enter ADCC. You can be anyone So and do the trials. Is, is it Nicky Rod? Yeah, well, I, think, I don't think he was even so much a wrestler. He's That's, just a high-performing athlete. He just seems to be a freak athlete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's got a great coach, so it's a good, good combination. Yeah, so, yeah, like, it, it's hilarious, you know? Like, um... <laughs> it's good of an equal place. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, I think the people who are always organizing it, like a uh, Moja and, and I think Sefton. Yeah, I think
0: he's running it again next time. Yes, so he was.
1: They've they've been very like, yeah, we're going to add another division. I he's not the top dog, you know. There's other people mm. above him who are, though we don't yeah. even know who they are. Well, I don't. <laughs> uh, who are actually running things? So you'll kind of go to the people who you can see immediately and, and blame them. But it's it's higher above, and yeah. he's got to kind of well, check like, them.
0: Mo and Seth, they like so people um like they petition to host the ADCC, yeah, and stuff, and then run it themselves for those two years, yeah, Um and yeah, there is like a a corporate group above that no one knows and no one cares yeah, about. Yeah, so they've, they've done really well at just getting some patsies to do all of the grunt work like <laughs> for them.
1: <laughs> no, that show that was the best event I've ever competed on. It was so. Oh,
0: yeah. it was legitimately amazing, like, it looked so well run.
1: It was great, we had little drummers for the final
0: <laughs> it was great, I was like, ooh, on to dance to it. And like, um on the last day you were saying, like there was so much going on that like, mm. it was impossible to keep up with all of the amazing things that were happening throughout the day
1: Yeah, like, there's so many great highlights to it that you couldn't you, f- people forgotten about so many things, mm. you know like, you'll, you'll just remember what's fresh in your mind like, basically what happened last. Yeah. So
0: so it's other mad. than your win against beer yeah. what was your standout moment from there?
1: I just uh, well, I guess because the things I was paying attention to it just, it just depended because mm. obviously I was trying to get ready backstage and stuff. Um, but yeah, like Kennedy, um, uh, Cabrina's son, yes, Kennedy Maciel He he, I was saying it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> um, that his performances to me stood out because he was in bad positions and he'd escape and then submit the other person. And I love. Uh, I love that kind of thing where you think they're going to lose but they get they, they power through I, I like seeing like a display of like heart I suppose it's a bit cheesy <laughs> but like I just love that you know like I, I, that, that's what I want to be like too like even if I'm in a bad position I can get my way out and just be determined so I, I like that yeah yeah like things like that sound out to me
0: um, nice um there was one more thing I wanted to ask previously on a different podcast, <laughs> a different <laughs> how many have I done? <laughs> I know, I know. I keep referring back to it, but two. I've done two actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> this method. Oh. Um. So you spoke about um having to supplement your income with a second job. Yes. You were uh, you worked on the doors in clubs in, yeah. in Cardiff. Is it I was a bouncer. Ooh.
1: Oh, I know, very cool, right? <laughs> Not really. <laughs>
0: so. Is that something that you still have to do? Or are you able to maintain an income now as just a brilliant jiu-jitsu like you-
1: uh, I no longer have a job. I... Jiu-jitsu is my job. <laughs> 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 In everyone's face. Um, yeah, like, and I think it's, like, it's important to talk about it and be kind of transparent about it because mm. I think a lot of girls don't realise that that is achievable. And I think if more girls knew, they'd feel like that's something to strive towards and mm. maybe... Like obviously money isn't the motivation, but knowing that you can actually afford to do it is a motivation. Yeah. You know? Um and yeah, now basically I just go around, I teach seminars, um, I have amazing sponsors, uh, yeah. kings who who obviously help me out with getting to tournaments and, and things like that. And yeah, they, they make sure I get to compete and that I can focus on the training and yeah, and then I teach seminars. Mm. and yeah, and you've been teaching to travel the world. loads of seminars recently <laughs> so many i'm basically riding this <laughs> i'm riding this wind with beer, for, and i'm gonna milk it dry <laughs>
0: until the next
1: time <laughs> yeah, exactly until she shakes my head off next time so i'm ri- i'm really milking it dry but in in all honesty it's kind of that thing of um I don't know how long I'll have like a bit of yeah you know interest surrounding me yeah so I'm gonna try and make the most of it now yeah and um, obviously keep building a name for myself keep trying to win keep trying to do well and be exciting but yeah like I can make money I can yeah. try and save towards things and I've never had savings before like that's I know how you feel <laughs> <laughs> it's just like was like just scrambling to try and <laughs> scrambling food to food. survive yeah like I. I I live in a place now and oh. you know, <laughs> I, I live somewhere. And I do adult things. I like pay rent and... What? I know, it's very cool. This is insane. In Dublin, which is like, horribly expensive. Um, but <laughs> I, I just about... <laughs> well, all my money goes on that, so yeah, sadly. <laughs> I don't actually don't make any money. Um, but, uh, yeah. So
0: how, how are you managing, like... So are you doing constant seminars or are you doing like regular training and then seminars on the weekends or
1: yeah i'll be like i'll just train for the week and then on my weekends i'm either competing or i'm teaching um so seems pretty dope yeah it's really good i do get
0: tired (laughs) obviously (laughs) i'm always so tired (laughs) hence the need for donuts (laughs) yeah
1: pittantly exhausted (laughs) pigeon (laughs) um but no i love it so much and like it's so cool. Like next week I'm going to Canada to do a tour. Love and, it. And then Australia. And, Where are you going to yeah. Australia?
0: And when are you there?
1: I'm going uh, pretty much the very end of January until like mid-February. Um, you
0: should have gone to the camp.
1: I know. I actually, you know what? They did ask me oh. and it clashes with Europeans.
0: It does. Because so, I was going to do Europeans this uh, year, but I'd already gone go to the, the
1: camp. camp. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it would be awesome, but I was like, oh, for God's sake. I think I had a seminar booked for that weekend, actually. Mm. And then Europeans was announced, so I had to move the seminar. They Luckily, they were very easygoing about it. One yeah, Australian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> I love Olivia. You can't make it. <laughs> ah, maybe
0: next week, right?
1: Yeah, they were All basically... Right. Oh, that's a good accent. <laughs> they basically were just like, oh, it's fine, you know, like... Yeah. That's probably better for us anyway, because it did clash, so it actually worked out better. And now they can go to the camp, too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's good, because, like, things like that, like, I never thought... I was like, why would they be interested in me have, uh, mm. in having me to teach? And apparently they're like, yeah. I think the further away a place is, the more exotic they can of you use. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> um, But, yeah, getting to places like that and... Mm. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. Like it's, it's so good, and, and um, sometimes it I catch is. myself being ungrateful, and I have to give myself a little kick.
0: How are you being ungrateful though? Like you uh, work I get so tired. hard for it.
1: If I get tired, you know, like, sometimes I'm a bit tired, and I'm like, oh, I've got to travel, and I hate, I hate traveling. You know, I hate going on planes. So I'm actually a bit, <laughs> <laughs> I have a fear of flying. Love it. And I fly every week, so. <laughs> um,
0: You're really hitting that fear head on.
1: Yeah, every week, and it's getting worse. Like, it gets worse what? as time goes on.
0: <laughs> Love
1: it. Yeah, the way I'm like, oh, the more I fly, the more likely I'm going to die in a plane <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: if Superman taught me anything, flying is the safest way to travel. Oh, <laughs> Exactly. That's very true. There we go. Exactly. exactly. It's not like they're getting hijacked every week. It was just that one time. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's true. Really? Well, I'm sure there have been more. There was one more thing I wanted to ask you. I know I keep saying just one more thing, but... By one more, you
1: mean eight. Eight more things. (laughs)
0: um, Why not? It's my podcast. (laughs) Yeah.
1: What would you like like to ask me?
0: (laughs) I can't remember. It's it's (laughs) going to come to me, like, when I'm trying to fall asleep later on. Like, I think I got through most of the stuff that I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Like, I always... Like, when I'm coming to the end of, like, a podcast and stuff, I always think... Is Hayley going to have a go at me for not persisting on a question? <laughs> yeah. We'll
1: find out now. Oh, I know,
0: I know. I just don't want her to shout at me. <laughs> I'm sure she won't. Um, I think we could just call it then. Okay, great. If you want. Well, thank nice. you so much for sitting down and talking to me. Yeah, I always love talking to you. So. Thanks. <laughs> you're so fun and special. And <laughs> special needs? I... No. No. Oh. No, you're a very <laughs> special person. Like, thank you um and honestly like i couldn't be happier for all of your success like if anyone in the sport deserves it it's definitely you in my opinion like i'm gonna throw that in hastily oh thank
1: you <laughs> thank you you're a very special person too
0: oh needs i know <laughs> <No>. <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right, so thank you very much and uh yeah Whoa. and there you have it Um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast Um, like, subscribe, comment, rate all of that fun shit um, wherever you're listening to this Um, yeah, that's kind of it I really hope you enjoyed and I hope I can get on to another one of these soon Um, if you haven't figured out already I'm kind of hoping to become more regular on doing like an actual podcast with uh sophie Noons. we've got our first episode of the roleplay podcast out already um the link to that and all of fion's uh like social sites and stuff should be in the description for the podcast so check them out if you can um and yeah i'll see you next time